There's something I can't understand movies. I can't follow storylines. I mean, my son would have to be like, "Mommy, you just need to hush. You're disturbing everybody." (laughs) (laughs) What? Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they'd like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Ah, oh, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> you got you to say these... What you want yeah, into, into the universe? universe? Yes. yes. And he be, he's a strong spiritual teacher, so like, sure? yeah, you got to speak it like... If you if you're a doctor, if you want to be a doctor yeah. or something, that's the proficiency true, you true. want. Say it mm-hmm, true. because I agree. if you don't say it, you're not gonna live it. All right, so you are the protocol and professional branding professional. Yeah. The protocol and personal branding professional incorporated. That's the name of the business. Mm-hmm. You are the director, mm-hmm. Laverne Keynes. Yes. Good. Got it. <laughs> All right, Laverne, you ready? Let me make sure I have the other things set because I don't want to have any lapses. Yes. Oh, are you with Laverne Keynes? Oh, Laverne, this is going to be good. All right. (laughs) All right, let's get ready. Mm -hmm. Hi, guys. Welcome to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith. I'm joined today by Laverne Keynes, who is the protocol and personal branding professional incorporates the name of the business. She is the director. She's also a certified image consultant, which is awesome (laughs) because I have no idea of image whatsoever. I do do just go by the flyer, the skirt tails. That's all I do. And my girlfriend helps. Laverne, welcome to the show. Thank you, Stephen. Oh, yeah. I know Laverne for such a long time. Laverne, how much I've known you from since, was that ZZ? Yeah, in the 90s or early 2000s? Early 2000s. I think it was like 2004, 2005. 2005, maybe, yeah. maybe 2005. That so time. nearly 15 years? Yes, wow. it has been. This is like, I am, <laughs> We're what old. is happening? Some one of us is old. And I think not, it's me. And it's not you? <laughs> oh, no, no, I think it's me. I, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that one. I'm going to take the weight of that. I'm the old one. Laverne is the young, <laughs> but tall. still experienced. Yeah, right. Wonderful mm-hmm. lady. She's dressed beautifully today, by the way. I keep <laughs> I keep complimenting her from the time she got out of the week. I was like, oh my God, Laverne, you're not going to be on television. No one is going to know how pretty you look. Oh. Coming to this, it's uh, did I tell you it was audio only? And she said, Yes, I know, Stephen. They're not gonna be able to tell Laverne. <laughs> All right, but anyway, before we get into anything else today, we're gonna be talking about image consultation. Um, Laverne is gonna share some tips, she's also gonna share about some experiences that she's had, which are gonna be vital for us. Um, etiquette is very, very important. I don't think we shed enough light on it, and I don't think we do enough with it. So, Laverne is gonna just kind of fast track us through some tips so that we could all be better people in the long run. Yay, great. But before we do that, we're going to play a little game of fact or fiction with Laverne. We're going to give Laverne five statements. We're going to ask if they're true, hmm. uh, if they're false. And this one is about Rome. This is the, That's the theme, ancient Rome. And we're going to see how far Laverne gets. Laverne, you said you've been to Rome before. Yeah. How was Rome? How was, hmm? how was Rome? How was it? <sighs> What's the best part of it, I guess? What's the best part of it? I think when we went to that... Um they would, I think they just started the restoration work on that. The Colosseum, the Pantheon. Yeah, yeah, the Colosseum. Um, it's just a, a wonder. I mean, everything is just big. Big, big statues. <laughs> big, big, big pillars. Yeah. Just a humongous. Like, how did they build I this? I know, in the middle of the world, there's a big... Every, I know, just... 
oversized. Yes. Like, what, what? you know, it's <laughs> obvious. You see, this is what you could do if you don't spend all day on social media. <laughs> all right, I've said it. I've said it. I've said it. All right, let's go. Let's do this. Fact of fiction, number one. Life expectancy in ancient Rome was 35 years old. Life expectancy in ancient Rome was 35 years old. True or false? Mm-hmm. I'll say true. It was true. Yes. Aside from the fact that the data is terrible, the, this 35-year-old life expectancy is the average, meaning it factors in the ancient world's very high child mortality rate. Up to half of all Roman kids die before the age of 10. Wow. If you did reach 10, you could expect to live into your 40s or 50s at least. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that's, that's pretty bad. All right, Laverne, you, you're off to a good start. I Think know. This is going to be good. Number two, <laughs> the wars between Romans and Persians lasted about 681 years. The wars between Romans and Persians lasted about 681 years. True or false? I say false. Nobody don't put. Nobody don't say eighty one. No 81. one. Nobody say eighty one. Nobody say eighty one. No, it's true. It's true. Yes. But who would count one year? Yes. I thought you rounded up and say six hundred eighty. With the high mortality rate, if you live two a year, you live more than long people. So like, I guess it like they have to just count it. I just saw the number sounded odd. It sounded odd. Yeah, I did. I when I was like, the six hundred eighty one is a weird number. Eighty five. I thought that was a trick. Eighty. Yeah. Yeah, it's the third longest conflict in human history. Oh my goodness. That's a long time. Did I ever tell you? Did I te- maybe should have said it from the outset? That I don't like two and false and multiple choice. You don't? I like essays. Oh no, you could express but then I couldn't go to an American school. You couldn't go to I I like I, well I don't no. like true or false. I think I like my odds better with um I don't with like multiple choice. No, I don't like multiple choice, not true I like and false. Exclusion. No. No, that's all I like to write an essay and get ninety percent. <laughs> I could see where you're coming from. You were ab- you were obviously schooled in the Caribbean, obviously, one hundred percent. Because there's no there are no other places that tell you to write as much essays. You understand? Essay for literature, essay for, for history. Essay, they almost got essay for math. <laughs> soon they're gonna tell you explain your soon. theory. It's coming gonna soon. come. I'm telling you, communication is key. <laughs> Number three, ancient Romans celebrated Saturnalia, a festival in which slaves and their masters would switch places. Ancient Romans celebrated Saturnalia, a festival in which slaves and their masters would switch places. True or false? That sounds plausible. I say true. It is true. And they had all kind of things like gift giving, private gift giving, public banquets, continual partying. Um, gambling was permitted. Wow. Masters actually served their slaves. Yeah, oh. it, was just, it was just, yeah, it went from the 17th of December to the 23rd of December. Wow. Which means it's one of the precursors and the contributors to why we have um, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. 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 Number four. Nobody ain't doing bad at all. I know, right? A two to three, that's not bad. <laughs> you might win this game after all. Number four. Urine was used in ancient Rome to wash clothes. Urine was used in ancient Rome to wash clothes. True or false? I wouldn't put it against themselves, say yes. Yes, it's true. <laughs> Ammonia. <laughs> this is so sick. Like, for all of these questions, you have to do some research to make sure, like, to, you know, to yeah. just cross-check. And this is what they said. Europeans often preferred pee to oh soap when cleaning their homes. In ancient Rome, vessels were placed on streets as urine collectors. After the buckets were full, people passing by to relieve... 
were full from people passing by to relieve themselves. The vats were taken to a laundry oh, to no. be used to wash dirty clothes. Oh, that no. is, thank God. I know, we're not in those times. I don't but want I, to. I was thinking of maybe um, some kind of dye, maybe using it to make I, a dye or something. I, maybe they do that. I mean, ammonia is pretty ammonia. But to wash? No way. Yuck, like you would think the pee would be a worse smell than when it clothes. <laughs> I don't and want the water whiskey. Water whiskey. Yeah, just, like, just, just combine this with whatever and let's just make it happen. Yuck, that is nasty. Number five. Like, it's all about you. Too bad you don't mean the game. All right, number five. Roman gladiators were men much like the muscular bodybuilders of today and often fought to the death at gladiatorial games. Roman gladiators were men much like the muscular bodybuilders of today and often fought to the death at gladiatorial games. True or false? That sounds tricky. Um, they kind of make it sound straightforward. But I, I want to say it's false. It's absolutely false. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely not true. Roman gladiators were actually overweight vegetarians. Really? Yes. Oh. And the thing is, when I looked into it, they said they were overweight because it's harder. If you get slashed, oh, if you're very slim right. and you get a sword wound, yeah, more likely than yeah, not, it would hit a vital yeah. organ. So they were a little overweight. Oh, they were always overweight. Wow. And they really fought to the death or against animals or anything like that and were considered celebrities of their time. My goodness. The other day, like I, I saw a post from you a couple months ago mm -hmm. um, and you were commenting, I think you were saying something about like, um, guys wearing their, their size of suits or something mm -hmm. like that. Like mm -hmm. a man needs to know what his size suit is yeah. and, and, and so on. And I was like, this is how come this is the first person in saying because I've ever heard or seen make a post about dressing. Really? Like, me, like normally, right? Normally, women would comment on like a female dress. Mm -hmm. So normally it's like, okay, well, girls, you know, don't like the color, like this. Like, but guys, they don't like, they're just like, Leave us out to your own devices. No, and that's bad, eh? It's awful. But yeah. I'm just like, like what, what? I mean, I didn't know that you were so deep into it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know you dress well from since telecoms top days <laughs> when I was at ZIZ, like maybe about 15 years ago mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. But like, when, when, is it, did, when did you get into like, okay, I'm going to make this into something that I want yeah. to do? Well, firstly, I am a certified image consultant. Certified? Yes. So I... I took a training course in Atlanta in 2017 mm -hmm. um, at the London Image Institute. So that was really my formal introduction to all of these things about color analysis and, uh, you know, body size and shapes and facial size and accessories and coaching, all sorts of things. So that was my formal introduction to that. But... I guess I was meant to reach to that stage because I always, I always love clothes. You always did. Yeah, mm. I, I, you know, our old people used to say that clothes make a man, and indeed clothes do, you know. They do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I mean, I'm, I'm not much. I think I need, <laughs> I, I need, I need a lot of help. I need a lot of help. No, <laughs> no but you know, but the thing is, a, a man yeah. is the easiest person to dress, you know. A man basically just needs to have, I would say, maybe sweet color um, pair trousers. Mm -hmm. I say uh, a khaki, maybe a grey and a black. Oh man, my girlfriend doing a good job then. Right. <laughs> um, uh -huh. Maybe three jackets. Uh -huh. And but or they, they could actually be suits. Mm -hmm. 
a nice white shirt and let the white be white because if it's dingy, it's not white. Oh, no. M maybe a couple of nice ties. Mm -hmm. Be well-groomed in terms of his facial hair and whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's good. And, and a nice, well, maybe two nice pale leather shoes, a black and a brown. And a brown. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, maybe the, the, the appropriate belt to go with the shoes. And he's good. The tricky thing now is, is how he presents himself so that, okay, if he understands his body size, so he's mm -hmm. a short man. Uh -huh. So I wouldn't tell him to buy a, so none of those jackets that I just mentioned um, earlier uh -huh. should be a double-breasted jacket. What, so double-breasted is the, is the jacket that has two sets of buttons. So you button one inside first, uh -huh. then you lap it over and you button the second one. What? So be because... Oh, yes, I do know yeah. those. Okay, okay, okay. Because they are ones that, goes right, that go right yes, down. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. But you're talking the ones that, that flap over. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I've learned something yeah. already. Thank yeah. you, Levin. So, <laughs> yeah. so the double-breasted jacket is not recommended for a short man because... Mm. It is only going to dwarf him. Oh, I guess because all of the button and the thing around the stomach and so. Mm -hmm. So he's he's is generally recommended for him to wear a single breasted, breasted jacket. jacket. But when you do wear a single breasted jacket, mm -hmm. don't button the last last button on the jacket. Leave it open. Leave it open. And if you're sitting, and you're being introduced to somebody, mm -hmm. well, obviously you have to stand to introduce yourself to somebody. It uh -huh. makes sense. Um, it's, you know, better eye contact and all of that. And it's a polite thing to do. So there is a way that a man who knows would have to be able to, with a single-breasted jacket, uh -huh. button it. Uh-huh. So normally when you, when, as a man, when you sit, you're you, you, yeah, for comfort. Mm -hmm. But if you're being introduced to somebody, you have to do the finger work very quickly, get that top jacket buttoned, and stand up and extend the arm and make the introduction. I've seen this happen all the but time. But you know what? But if a, a man who masters it is the sweetest thing to look at, eh? <laughs> it's like what, a thing of poetry? And poise. Because men ought to have poise. I don't know. We have these men who just think that they could just throw themselves together. No. You know, the sexiest thing is for a man to look good. You know? <laughs> and he can look good by just being simple. Uh-huh. It, it doesn't, doesn't take, take a, a lot. lot. It doesn't take yes. a lot. It doesn't take a lot. It's funny because you see these things on TV and you don't really know. Yeah. Like, because, okay, you said when you stand, you have to, you know, you yeah. button the jacket. And I've seen guys do this, like, I mean, I look up to, like, people like James Bond and so, like, I mean, it's not mm -hmm. people, but mm -hmm. uh, it's figurative, the character, you know, the character mm -hmm. of James Bond. Mm -hmm. Because he dresses, he has this kind of classy wear about him. His suits always fit well mm -hmm. and so on. But, like... When I look at him, he stands up, he does do the, the pin-up yeah. button thing. Mm -hmm. Like, he does it. Like And yeah. sometimes with one hand, sort of, like, mm -hmm. he just pulls mm -hmm. it one hand and he just straightens up and extends. Like, how important is, is it that is it that people could recognize this nowadays? Is it that people see it anymore? Or is it something that is just kind of traditional, we you should know, do it, but nobody at a really knows. At a certain level in your life, and, and when, you, when, you, when you elevate to a certain level... Um, mm in office, in government, there's an expectation. Wow. You can't plead ignorance all the days of your life because there are people who are watching you expect you to know better. Wow. And that is a sad thing. The sad thing is that we, and especially around here, we think that, oh, you know, people don't bother with those things around here. And I often tell people, when you have to look at, um, at say, a U.S. president, mm -hmm. they surround themselves with an entourage of people who look after them so that they always present well. It's oh. not by magic. It's not by magic. And, and I don't see why, for instance, that, well, no, I'm, a, I'm a certified image consultant. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong if a government minister asks me to help, help him out. Nothing wrong. So, so 
you have to appreciate that at a certain position in your life mm-hmm. that you have to just you do have better. to do things like this. You have to do it you better. Have to. You yeah. can't just like say, oh well, I don't really know yeah. about that. Because the thing is, we you know we like to say, oh you know we don't do them thing, things in Saint Kitts, but Saint Kitts is not the world. And when you transpose to another island, what are you going to do? Yeah. Look and um, become the laughing stock, and people do notice eh? People do notice. And which 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 takes me to a, a place of a serious serious pet peeve. Mm-hmm. When so there's a function, there's a government function, mm-hmm. and somebody's hired to take photographs, uh-huh. and they take three hundred photographs and they upload all. None is oh edited. Oh my god! <laughs> that was like they used to do that much. Much more often, a couple of years ago, there was this one company who, no matter what event they did, mm-hmm. they posted all the it's pictures. It's a sick, crazy thing to do. All. Because, because then you present public figures in this unflattering way. Yeah, I've seen true. some unflattering stuff. I mean, I, like the t- I, I saw a picture posted where the tie flew up in the person's face. and This is what they yeah, posted on the internet. It's crazy. And you know, the thing is, you got to be so careful because we live in a world now where nothing can be deleted. Exactly. From the time it's into the, that it's cyber done. space. It's gone. It's sphere. done. It's done. Yes. It's out of your hands now. <laughs> it's now the world's property. I know. And they could use these things against you. Like, exactly. I mean, you, you're in an age now where you're like, um, smear campaigns are I know. Easy. And mockery and all kind of things. So, if, if you are, if you are totally conscientious, you'll understand that you should go through these 300 photographs and you should only post those mm-hmm. that are very complimentary to the person. True. And especially, as I say, if it's a public official. Mm-hmm. But I've seen too I mean, that is one of my biggest pet peeves. Just to see, like, yeah. this unte- just terrible Yeah, photos. I mean, terrible. Like, if, even the profile, sometimes you, you know, <laughs> if you're on the big side, you got to watch angles and all. You got to pay attention to these things. But I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you get over that? Though? Like, it, being a bigger person, because, I mean, that's more and more... Well, well, ideally, as I said, okay, if, if, if I were, for instance, mm-hmm. employed to work with a public official, mm-hmm. I, would, I would probably shadow him, mm-hmm. make sure that whenever that camera is whipped out and start to click, mm-hmm. that he's properly fixed. Mm. So, you know, I mean, it, it requires that level of detail, especially if the person not really, you know, big on... Minding his his state yeah. of dress, uh-huh, uh-huh. so you would make sure before the camera starts to even operate that, that you, he is, yeah, he's presentable. And it might even mean, um, it might even mean you know dabbing your nose because your nose is greasy. And yeah. Yes, yeah, it it's okay for a man to put powder on his nose. Oh wow, yes. So you, you you would you go that far like in terms of like like makeup because I guess makeup is a component uh-huh. of it a big component. Mm-hmm. So 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 you're saying like in terms of for public officials makeup and so on is yes. like necessary. Mm-hmm. Nothing is wrong. I mean, some of us have oily skin, and so mm-hmm. um, if you, if and especially if you're in a studio, something with, with all the of light course, and all of that. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, nothing is wrong. Hot. If you take a little, um, a little powder and dab the nose or whatever the mm-hmm. area is that has the the shine, but but it it takes that level of attention. I mean, if we really want to project a professional image and mm-hmm. understand what it does for our own professional name and and um. And and you know what what it means oh, when repetition. somebody yeah mm-hmm. then we will pay attention to those things but alas <laughs> okay let me ask you this then like um how important is it like in terms of wearing suits mm-hmm. like I always used to feel like when I was growing up I mean this was probably the most ignorant thing you ever hear <laughs> um very naive but I was like you know we live in 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 a tropic mm-hmm. country like 
how important or how often should one like entertain wearing an actual full suit like mm-hmm. a three piece or yeah. I don't even know what a three piece suit is you need to educate <laughs> me but but how is imp- how important is it given the context of our climate and so on mm-hmm. to 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 dress that way how often should you when should you mm-hmm. well is is it's often guided by the the time of the, of the event mm. and and sometimes not sometimes most time if you get an invitation there's normally an indication. A, an indication of how you would dress. So in terms of time of day, mm-hmm. so it's a morning event. Mm-hmm. You don't need a dark suit because it's hot already. Like you say, we live in the tropics. So mm-hmm. you need something like light gray, khaki oh. kind of thing. Um, you don't need navy blue. Dark. You don't need a heavy kind of kind color. Of colors. Mm-hmm. Right, because the light it is the easy. It is for the material to breathe and you to breathe likewise. Mm-hmm. So you, you'll be guided by, by that. No, there are different types of events. There, there are formal events, there are semi-formal events, there are cocktail events, and all of those come with a, a particular style of dress, which is normally indicated um, on the invitation. Mm-hmm. So pe- we, we, suddenly we had this, we, we, somebody has come up with this code of dress, say, um, elegantly casual. Oh my God, I was what? just about to ask you that. elegantly casual? I, I was just about to ask <laughs> you. I was like, you know, the next question will be, what is I know. that? I have no, I always get completely thwarted. Like, it's like, what, what am I supposed it's to do? It's like either cocktail to- wear or, and I think when, when, when people want to veer away from the cocktail wear kind of thing, mm-hmm. then this is elegantly casual. And then it comes down to all sorts of interpretations. So you will find somebody who goes in a, in a you know, single, single, um, breasted. single breasted suit mm-hmm. in a nice color. And then you'll find somebody in a pair of jeans. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I have, <laughs> I have been so, Lavon, I have been lost. But you know, it's disrespectful to the host. Over and over. It is, I, I, it is, but the thing is, it's funny because I, I don't know what the gauge is for what I'm really supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Am I like is elegantly casual saying I should wear uh, uh, like a, a straight shirt? I think uh, it's a it's it's a it's a it's a drift away from from cocktail wear. A drift um, away meaning I should wear. Well, tie well, I get, yeah, I I think um, maybe the the intention is not to make you think you have to be stuffed up, uh-huh. and so. Instead of saying cocktail wear, which is not not formal, maybe it's just that you don't even have to be. Sometimes it's not even a full suit, yeah. um, and not necessarily wearing a tie. It's a little bit more relaxed. Mm-hmm. So, I guess sometimes the host not wanting to have people come too stuffed up and misinterpret. They say elegantly casual, and then that source opened the door wide for all sorts of misinterpretation. I've seen some from the sublime to the ridiculous. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, it's funny because I, I've seen, like, I've gone to these events that say elegantly casual. Mm-hmm. I've seen the jeans and the, the white shirt, no tie. I've seen the after work special, which is just take the suit off and take yeah. the tie off mm-hmm. and just, you know, kind of roll up mm-hmm, the sleeves. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I've done that. But it's like, I, I don't see the uniformity. If, if yeah. Okay, if, if they're going to say, come in a cocktail, like, yeah, because elegantly wear. casual is not, is not, it's not a standard form of dress. I don't know where it came from. It's it's it, culture. It, yeah, it's the culture. It has, it has seeped into, it our has seeped into deep. our culture um, in recent times. So, but what is a cocktail? What would be cocktail? Because you said um, elegantly casual might be interpreted as just a little shy away from yeah. cocktail. So, what is cocktail wear for 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 us guys? Well, for for the guy. Maybe a, a, a single-breasted suit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a night event, so maybe dark blue or dark or, or black. Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, you can wear a, a 
button down shirt and mm-hmm. by the way if a button down shirt is these shirts that have um little buttons mm-hmm. with, so you don't you're not required to wear a tie oh, oh the ones that button on this button okay. on the, yeah mm-hmm. so and so you you could wear that under a jacket mm-hmm. um for a man um some people will probably still wear a tie mm-hmm. uh, you know leather shoes leather not shoes. sneakers for sure not sneakers uh, you know um not the oscar special not the oscar <laughs> no no not down uh, the uh, not the grammy sorry right. the grammy so so, so so those those are uh, it's, a, it's 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 a simple kind of formal dress for mm. men easy to interpret mm. most men could fit that standard is it would it be would it be um out of order to not wear a jacket like if you just had a a, a shirt could, like a button-up shirt. Well, I would say you could wear a jacket even if it's not a suit, if it's not a full suit. So mm-hmm. maybe you could wear a blazer mm-hmm. and a pant, even if it's not a matching pant. Okay. Yeah, that that would be in order for a cocktail. For a cocktail. Um, what would a woman? What would women? What would women typically wear? Because I think women, you say women are way more complicated. Yeah. yeah. So what what would well, that be for? Yeah. A woman? So typically, um, the woman. Not a gown, maybe the, a cocktail dress normally hits above the knees. Above the knees. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not a, it's not a short, short, it's dress. not a, a mini dress. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one has to be very mindful about that. And again, it has to do with the place so that you, you don't want to bear too much of your, you know, your breast, your breast yeah, and yeah. that kind of thing. You can say breast. <laughs> yeah, I can say breast. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you, you probably have to, you know, keep your shoulders covered. Mm-hmm. Um, be mindful of the, you know, the the even new accessories, mm. the you know the long long chandelier earrings might not always be appropriate kind of thing. When would those ever be appropriate? Well, if you're going to a cabaret, a cabaret, <laughs> oh. break it down. That's like what a show, a, a show and a dance. Um, yeah, yeah. No, most most times, um, if you go to to like um, casinos, it's, you know, you, you can go to, to the casino, do some gambling, mm-hmm. and then there's a cabaret show just next door. Okay. With I'm all the of the shingling, the little shaky, the dress that when you shake the floor, which you yeah, kind of yeah, 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 Those yeah. kind of things, uh, cabaret kind of wear. Oh, man. Why does that sound so like, um, <laughs> so middle-aged, almost like old English on the street thing? It, it does sound that way. And I, 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 I really don't know what is the history behind it. But it is it is not as it is not a formal kind of thing. I mean, it's probably it's probably more about dancing, mm-hmm. and I think and I think there's a particular genre of music that is played at a cabaret. Mm-hmm. So if you, so, the more you the, the more your dress could sway uh-huh. because of the material is the the, the the better you have, the more fun you have, the, the, better, fun the more having. fun you have. So uh-huh. th- that is that is kind of what a cabaret looks like. But so the cocktail wear, it, it can have straps. Mm-hmm. As I said, you know, not the idea is not to expose too much of your top. Mm-hmm. Um, and be mindful about how much ex- exposure you give to your toes. To your toes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Where's this toe thing? I thought, <laughs> I thought women could wear open toe shoes all the time. Not, well, um, well <laughs> again, op- forgive my ignorance. Yeah, open toe sh- shoes, you know, it, it has its place. Um, Certainly not in the workplace, um, mm. for obvious reason because if something drop on your feet, you want to have some protection there. Mm. So that is the first. That is the, the first point. So of, that's functional. Yeah, mm. but um, the the you, I think it's it's all about avoiding distraction. Distraction. There, there's even there's even a there's even a protocol about conversations at a cocktail. What? Right. So so that you don't talk about politics and religion and 
anything that has to do with um, that that could evoke controversy. Oh, <laughs> so nothing too opinionated. No. So cocktail you, you conversation can talk about is light. Ads and sports and, and the weather. The weather. <laughs> <laughs> even the food at the cocktail or the event itself, you know. But but you don't you don't stray off to things like politics and your personal life or even you know discussion about your your personal health or inquire about the, the person's health. You know you just you just keep it nice and comfortable because a cocktail is a place for you to have light conversations mm. and you don't want to offend anybody, mm. right? And so that is the whole idea. So you have to be very mindful of the kind of conversations when you start a conversation with somebody. It's normally and at a cocktail setting as well, mm -hmm. it's normally a, 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 a kind of first introduction to okay. the person. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you've seen the person but never had a chance to talk, talk to, to them. them yeah. So the conversation must be light. You really can't be talking about um, some quote judgment that had to do with some controversial or something. Or somebody who killed somebody. Right, some I mean, that's not cocktail conversation. Aye. And so while we're on cocktail, hold your glass in your left hand. Always leave your right hand free so you could shake, shake somebody's hand. hand. Um, Ooh, snap. And if you're going to eat the greasy food, and so be, always have a, a, a napkin, napkin to, to, wipe to wipe your hand. Yourself. Don't shake anybody's hand with your greasy arm, greasy hand. <laughs> Lovin! <laughs> you know, I could only imagine people hearing this and saying like, oh my God, this is like, like is it outdated? Is it outdated? No. Mm -mm, it's not. Mm -mm. Okay, because you're talking about like, you, you have to prepare yourself to be able to deal with a situation that's, you know, not common. Exactly. So if you are going out to like represent saying kids and so, do we even do that? Like, well, I mean, sorry to veer off, but like, mm -hmm. do we have that kind of training for people who are going away to represent saying kids or Nevis or as, 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 as queen as, contestants as, as, as anybody? Well, like, I understand like that a, the carnival committee has introduced. Um, I I once submitted a proposal to assist, but apparently they they do have Somebody. resources who, who okay. do that. I'm not sure. The thing is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a company called the Protocol and Personal Branding Professionals Inc. Mm. And we do this sort of training. Mm. And um, my, 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 my colleague likes to say, you have to prepare for the future. Definitely. So, yeah. So that if you, are, if you are in a certain position, there's an expectation that you ought to know some of these things. Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. don't know, then you'll be prepared. So that if you're called to, to represent um, the government or some institute, some in, in your capacity mm -hmm. as a senior person in organization overseas, you really ought to know these things. You wow. really ought to know. It, it should come with the territory. Mm -hmm. So what most progressive organizations do is that they bring people in like me. Mm -hmm. To consult. And my and colleague. to yeah And train. Right. So that you're always in a state of preparedness. Mm -hmm. Because the worst thing to do is to look out of place, eh? <laughs> Especially if you like, if you have yeah. the fate of a whole mm -hmm. nation in no, your hands. Let me give you. Let me just give you a little story. Uh -huh. So, I yeah. used to be a member of the Public Relations Society of America, mm -hmm. and they would have these huge conferences, thirteen thousand delegates from across the world, right? Uh -huh. So, I went to one. I think this was in Utah. This particular one was in Utah, and. So it was open seating. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, you know, when Caribbean people see each other, they kind of congregate. So it was like a little Caribbean table. Oh, boy. So there was a few spaces left after most of us had sat down mm. and some other people joined. Huh. So the bread was on the table. My friend next to me took up my bread plate. What? 
So the bread plate is always on the left. So clearly, if I take up some others' bread plate, then you went on it right. would be a whole series of errors. Yeah, because and then it's easy. to go around the back Right, so it would, it would be like a domino effect of errors. And then it would be easy for us, for somebody to say, oh, it's those people of color. Oh, so, no. And me, I don't make joke with that, eh? Because I know better. So I said to the lady, excuse me, I said, you took my bread plate. She said, just take that one. I said, no, 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 it doesn't work like that. Because if you think about it, it's going in the exactly. wrong direction. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, so back to your point about knowing. Mm-hmm. You, you got to know. You got to know these things. And it's easy if, you, if you're in an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. And it, it could have easily, um, you know, evolved into that. Of course. Somebody would think that, oh, you know, more than likely those people there. You know what I'm getting at? Of course. But, but, but so I had to tell her mm-hmm. that she took my bread plate so that she can know that. Um, That's not the one. If there's choose. an error, nobody would think that is the people of color at the table made the error. Mm. Um, so it's almost like you're covering for right covering and, for. and sometimes you're forced to do these things because you know we're, we're so easily judged do people normally take it well uh, not really well you know I think in the, I don't I can't even remember how the story played out in the end mm. but what I do know is that at least I pointed it out to her mm-hmm. maybe she probably Google it afterwards, afterwards. <laughs> if, she, if she cares about, but the thing is it's weird because I, I almost feel like hearing you talk um maybe there might need to be some sort of push so that we have... I mean, because think of it this way. Mm-hmm. Sankis has a bunch of ambassadors. It's not just like um, government people or, or that. Sometimes it's just sports, children, sports. people going away for sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the pageant contestants you mm-hmm. said, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully are covered. Um, it's just students going away yeah. and like exchange programs and doing yeah. different things. When we go away and we don't represent well or we don't have this, this etiquette, this base etiquette down... And we go around and we, we, yeah. we look we look bad. So is it that is it that w- do we need to reform the process? Is it that what would you suggest? Do we need to start from the school level or what? What mm-hmm. do you think we should do? What should your question happen? is so timely. So let me take you back. Mm-hmm. About a year ago, I thought that well, I just had this this eureka moment, mm-hmm. and I said, you know what? When you our, our young people are really bright. Eh? I mean, oh, I thought I was bright, but I ain't even. No, I got about I, I got about six or seven sexy, but <laughs> they have double that now, right? Long way. <laughs> so, so I I said, you know what? Um, so we have all these bright young people. Let's just take it to the next level and expose them to etiquette training. Mm-hmm. So I did a nice proposal, sent it to the Ministry of Education, and then lost it. Oh, to be told, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. But it was, it's it still hasn't happened. Because, <laughs> Stephen, <gasps> you know what I think takes precedence in Zengas? What? What's that? Dressing up and looking fancy. So by the time the parents finish buying all the outfit for, what you call it, sing prom? again? For prom? There's nothing left to pay for etiquette training. What? So for two years now I've been trying. My last hope was to kind of get, get um, an organization to you know, to try and fund it because, you know, it's kind of youth-oriented yes, it mm-hmm. and, you know, it might have piqued somebody's interest to, yeah. to, to make that kind of investment in young people. I still haven't gotten that, gotten yep. that yet, but, but I'm not going to give up because it is not because, and I'm saying that to me, we got to now think about the wholesome development of the person. Yes. So it's not just about having all these subjects and then, you know, when you present or when you, when you go, you, you start, you, you go in the workplace and you, you go away to a conference, but mm-hmm. you don't understand how to use your cutlery on a table. It's true, that's crazy. 
That's like the right? cat before the horse. Exactly. So what I've done in the interim, I've not done it consistently, but I've had, I've had one or two classes. Um, I actually have a program I called Sociables. Sociables. Where? I where, think I've seen that before. Yeah. Did, you, did you have I it? had a flyer yes, on, okay. on Facebook. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where I, I teach young people, you know, um, dining etiquette, tech etiquette, and um, there's another... Uh, there's another branch. I can't remember what it is now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've done it about two, three times. Mm-hmm. I have not done it for a long time. Probably I should think about, you yeah, know, resurrecting it. But, is it, but is yes. it. Do people, like, support it well? In a way. But as I said, well, the, the, I've had a couple of feedback from parents who are interested. They said, oh, you know, there's so many things to do on a Saturday. My daughter is dance classes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many competing interests on, on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So that has been a little issue. Of course. Um, there was one, one parent who recommended to me that perhaps, perhaps I could think about doing it in maybe on vacation in the Easter break. Or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to think seriously about it. But as it relates to, you know, our sports people as ambassadors, yes, mm. I've actually sent a proposal to our football association. Remember two years ago, our football, our um, team was like soaring to the top? Yes, yes, yes. So no I kind of like piggyback on them and say, you know what? We need to. We need to, you know, just mm-hmm. take them to the next level. Yeah. Because when people see a team doing well, you get all sorts of invitations. Of course. To all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And the usual thing, so I sent, I sent, you know, a proposal. lovely proposal to the football association. I said, oh, yeah, you know, Miss Keynes, you know, we're thinking about that, you know, but um, it's not priority right now. So when is it going to be? You know what? I feel very strongly, very, very strongly mm-hmm. that a lot of our young people are being shortchanged in mm. some of these organizations mm-hmm. because we don't, we don't go all the way. A man is more than the sport that he plays. Yes, yeah, sure, sure. Because you can only play sport until when so you're long, 30, yeah, 30 years. years yeah. And after and then that one. Your peak is old. Exactly. And then, then he's usually like, what am I going to do now? I know. Uh, might have to coach. Right. So give, <laughs> give, them, give them all the possible yes, benefits them, exactly. now. Mm-hmm. You know, and let them look the pad. So it's, almost like, it's almost like when you, when you think of somebody going to college for sports, right? Mm-hmm. Like you usually think, okay, they're going to go to college and they're going to just perform sports. But that's not it. You're supposed to go to college so you could have a degree exactly. through sports. Exactly. You get the scholarship because you're good at right. sports. Exactly. You have to use... They only look, look at one side of the coin. Exactly. And, and I remember one time we did um, my youth department for my church. We did do etiquette training. A mm-hmm. lady came and she showed us how to use a fork and a knife which i think was one of the most interesting and by the things way, by the way <laughs> daniel etiquette is more than using a knife and a fork of eh? course it was more than that she showed us how to like like when you're finished what to do with okay. it and how to mm-hmm. it was it was great mm-hmm. i think i need a refresher but still <laughs> but still like it's amazing that as soon as she taught us that mm-hmm. we had um i think we had a few banquets we had one for the church and i think we had prom or mm-hmm. something like that and it was one of the few people there you go. Phew. There you, you see what I mean? There but you it go. gives you so much. It, you, you know, the one thing I don't think that people like really interpret from having proper etiquette training is that it gives you so much confidence. It does. It makes you feel, I guess the word is poised. Yeah, and, and, you're in, and you fit in, you don't look out of place. No, the you worst, feel good. The worst thing to do is to sit at the table and you don't know how to use the cutlery. Yeah. Or you don't know when to use what. That's the wor- I mean, it's the worst feeling. Yeah, it just looks like you're not ready. Yes. You know, and, and it could be, it. I could imagine it could be very uncomfortable. Mm. And so if you know. I would feel uncomfortable for somebody. Right. I'd be looking at it like, oh, you know, And the thing is, sometimes okay. your, 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 your boss invites you out for lunch. Mm-hmm. Or you go to a conference or you, 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 your church has a banquet. You know, it doesn't matter what the setting is. But, you know, if you know, Basic. then you, you, you do it. You just jump right in comfortably. comfortably. You don't have to sweat. You don't have to 
look at the next person because you you Damn know what no you're doing. Deal. Yeah. So likewise, we sent a proposal to um to our athletic association mm -hmm. because Olympics is coming up in. There's Olympics in. Where is Olympics this year? China? I think so. China? No, it's not China. Chi some, but it's some Asian country, though. I can't remember. Yeah, it's I, some I Asian. Could, I could probably <laughs> use Google. It's some Asian country. Uh -huh. And so, because my, so my, my colleague um, has actually done research and training. Yeah, it's Japan. It's not, not Japan? Whatever. It, it, it's some Asian country. I'm trying but, to figure it so out. Anyway, um, so anyway, so, so part of the proposal was Tokyo, to, yes, it is Japan. Yeah, so mm -hmm. part of the training was to, you know, teach the bow, uh -huh. um, you know, and to kind of get them oriented into... Also, oh, you'll be culture-specific. Yeah, mm -hmm. right, right. Um, to what, what the etiquette on that side of the world requires. Mm -hmm. And again... Which is very different. And again, um, you know, the, the response was, oh, you know, this, this looks... It's, it's, it's a good idea. We'll let you know. So there's no, there's no enthusiasm, there's no passion about these things. And that's why I think that we're just shortchanging our young people. I'm sorry. Oh, and I think, oh man, it's crazy because I think like, again, the, the question comes, do we have the perception that these things are outdated? Do we have the perception that they're classist? Uh, that the that like the having proper etiquette mm -hmm. is elitist in some shape, some same way, some mm -hmm. shape, some form. I, I don't know because... I don't know these the younger people coming up yeah. they don't have yeah. I mean don't get me wrong mm -hmm. as older people we should know better I always say lead by example you are the elder you're supposed to be making an example and you're supposed to be helping them to mm -hmm. reach to the the best potential but the children are not interested they're not interested yet because they don't know the value of it yeah. the older people are the people who are in charge now they I don't know if they had it maybe they didn't Right? But they don't see the big importance in it either. So you have a situation where you have a whole two generations of people who are not seeing the importance in it. And I have seen it. I have seen, you know, when somebody not, is not fitting in, you know, when it's a bad sign. And it's also bad for diplomacy. For As a Caribbean nation, we are, one, we are the smallest federation state mm -hmm. in the Western Hemisphere. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. tiny. Mm -hmm. Like we could fit <laughs> all of us in a stadium, really. And has and still have space, space exactly. Right? So we are the smallest island mm -hmm. nation. When we go, we need to make sure that whatever we do is impactful, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that we could attract more exactly. business or more trade exactly. or more attention mm -hmm. into our direction. But that is an essential part of it. It is because it is. it's when we gather around a table is when the, the, the conversations happen yes. when we at banquets and yes. these things and these yeah. cocktails. That's when absolutely the conversations mm -hmm. happen. You've said it perfectly. How do we make an impact if we are there looking like barbarians? I know. I I I and I dressing the same. Unfortunately, we are dressing the same. I I have this, I have this vision that eventually we're going to get there. And you know what? The good thing is that we're a small nation mm -hmm. and I could I, I don't see any difficulty in 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 saying in the next five years we could all be at that place, you know? Oh, we could uh, all yeah. be. We could all be at that place. But we have to want to be there. We have to see the value. Mm -hmm. Because St. Kitts is not a, a, a place unto itself. No, it's not. I no. mean and their standards and the standards don't have a nationality. Nope. Standards don't have nationalities. Maybe cultural norms do. Mm -hmm. So so etiquette is etiquette is etiquette. There's some little um, cultural nuances that get into etiquette depending on which part of the world you are. Uh, mm -hmm. but, but the standard is the standard. And so if we begin to orient people into that now, then there is no need for anybody to go and get uncomfortable and, or maybe take, take somebody's um, bread plate or do something funny, mm -hmm. you know, to embarrass, 
embarrass themselves and the country because yeah. when in that in that scenario you're not representing yourself you're representing, you're representing the whole country exactly of so uh, you know we we need to reach to a place where we do that and it might be that eventually we could introduce little things like this on the on the in in the school curriculum that, that's that's exactly what I was thinking like why don't we have i mean Okay, I'll I'll say this. Um when when we were going to school, we had family life, mm-hmm. right? Um family life education was really about I think it was really sex education, but they just didn't want to call it <laughs> sex education. And most teachers who teach this are like Christian mm-hmm. people, so they have a very strong religious influence, which I find to be a little a little shaky because uh, we know when well, we don't talk it's sex taboo. Yeah, it's right, taboo it's exactly. taboo like, they're going to say the word sex twice <laughs> mm-hmm. in the whole curriculum mm-hmm. and that's that's really but, it but the thing is you say sex and you say but that's the thing is because we're so desensitized mm-hmm, to it mm-hmm. um, I'll share a story with you later but still we're so desensitized to the word sex yeah. penis vagina it's just yeah. it's just ridiculous mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. The, 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 the actual teachers the guidance counselors themselves seem to be a little uncomfortable yeah. to saying it to mm-hmm, students mm-hmm. but anyway beside that why is it that we, we, we why can't we just marry that into that system into the etiquette into yeah. that family life because i think if we could make it such a component that it's core mm-hmm. to family life mm-hmm. then it becomes so much more relevant so much more True. important that could be an avenue either 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 that or maybe through home economics but i don't think they call it home economics anymore no they call, they call it, it something, something else. else yeah they call it and something I'm more da- modern i'm dating myself to say home economics. <laughs> it's something more i sound modern. like a dinosaur <laughs> yeah well the thing is if people live in the show they probably could relate to home true, ec- true. but yeah. then the thing is you see the, the reason why um why i i, I kind of i'm kind of like i'm thinking there might be a, a two-edged sword to that because mm-hmm. if you if you put it in home remember home is still Sadly to say, a very female True, dominated. Yeah, yeah, um, you're, right, you're right. You're right. So, and the guys, the gentlemen, mm-hmm. the young men of tomorrow, they'll, they'll miss it completely. They're not going to take home to do ethics, to True. do um, to the etiquette. I agree. I agree. So, it has to, I feel like it should be important enough to be a core, yeah. something core with it. everybody mm-hmm. has to do this. I agree. And, I, and I'm telling you, you know. <laughs> They would appreciate it once they learn it. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. would appreciate it so much more. There's again, you said it many times so far, but there's nothing like being able to go into a formal environment and to perform. Mm-hmm. Like you know it, mm-hmm. the back of your hand, it's it's comfortable. Right. You look comfortable. You could actually have a conversation yeah, and not worry and not worry about what's yeah. happening. You, yeah. you, it, it shows on your it face. Does. It does. It goes to you. mean, and especially if you're dressed well as yeah. well. Okay, I have a question for you in mm-hmm. terms of. In terms of et- in terms of um, dress dress code and dressing and so on. Now you said at, at the start of the program you said you, you should have about three suits and 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 so on. Um, I think suits are pretty expensive. I'm not so sure. Like, what is it? Is it better to buy or to get a suit tailored, mm-hmm. or is it better to buy a suit in a, in, in, a, in a supermarket? That's well, not supermarket department so, store. Yeah. Well, there's there's there, but remember there there are also suiting materials. So you could actually go in a store and buy suiting material and get a suit made. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought when you go to the tailor, they just do that normally. No. 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 Or you could go into a department store and buy a suit. The good thing these days is that you you if you buy a suit that is not fitting in the way it should, you there there are people um they call them alterationists or whoever they can uh, alter the suit for you mm-hmm. so that you walk out with the suit fitting you perfectly. We mean in the store? In the store, yeah. Burlington and all of those um, places now have, um, they have a little tailor shop right next door. You've never seen that? 
Yeah, man. To Burlington, I Some never of those big that. department stores have that now, so that you could, um, you could, yeah, you could, you could, you could have your you buy the suit made. and you, you, so you shop around in the mall and you come back and you pick up your your stuff. Yeah. So same day. Same day. So the man, all the man is not, is not, is not so hard. Um, it's not so hard to to get it done and get it done properly. So. Okay, because the thing is, I was like, are there. The, the options, like when I went to New York, I was very interested in buying, in buying a suit, like. And then this, you know, who does it? Too? I think Joseph A. Banks, that, that um, that other, that other um, man store, Joseph A. Banks. Just, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not sure if it's a Miami company, but but it's I've seen I've seen a lot of sh- stores in Miami. They uh, they do a lot of men's, Where? men's wear as well, yeah. And they do alterations mm-hmm. on the spot. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. That's, yeah, a, that's an interesting. Yeah. As, a an interesting fa- as a matter of fact, um, I, my 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 training partner and I, we have this this vision uh-huh. that when we reach to the place where we want to be, uh-huh. we would have a big training room. We would have a dining room as part of it with all of the setup. You know the 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 five course dining, whatever. We have everything set out, so that would be part of our training room. And we also we also thought about getting somebody a tailor wow. who can do alterations, so that we would say you know on you know if a man is not sure, mm-hmm. so we could do like so you could come and you could get a color analysis done, mm-hmm. and a color analysis, a color color, a color analysis. analysis, yeah. What, so so what the uh, color is the shade of your eyes? No, or? let me come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, let's do this. Uh. You could you could bring your suit and you know we, we'll you'll put it on and we'll get it altered for you kind mm-hmm. of thing. So. That is our that is That's our vision down mm-hmm. the road, but a color analysis really is is a I I would say it's it's a it's an analysis that basically tells you what are the perfect colors for you for based you. on your complexion. So really, there are two there are two sets of um, categories. Mm. You're either warm or you're cool, and it's it's, it's based on science. Mm. If you're cool, the color has in blue or anything to do with um, blue. Mm-hmm. If you're warm, it's more yellow based. So okay. yellow for the sun, blue mm. for the sky, and the, the sky. sea. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like so, photography. Right. So once you so so there's a draping process. Mm-hmm. So the client is draped without makeup. The hair is covered, and there's a magical thing about when the client is fits that particular color because your face lights up. There's a what? glow. Um, the, but and the flip side is when it is not the color that is suited to you. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. You 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 look darker. You look tired. You look old. You look fat. It really? ages you. I you know if any so profound. It is so profound. I did not know. That, that science was so deep. If anybody had told me that before I went to do this thing two years ago, I said, get out of here. But yes. And so what happens is that after that is done, mm-hmm. you give the client uh, 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 some swatches mm-hmm. of the colors that he could wear. Now, people like to ask, so you mean if I really like purple, I can't can wear, wear purple. purple? You could wear purple, but at the top, at the bottom. At the bottom, okay. Yeah. So it so, doesn't, yeah. doesn't fight with your exactly. complexion. Mm. So, so, and so that is... And, and that happens based on the color of your eyes, the color of your skin, the color of your hair, if, even the color of your teeth. What? If you have freckles. And as you age, you could probably... You Update? Probably, yeah, because when you start to age, you know, you get moles on your face, you get mm. wrinkles, you get um, creases. Your color, the color of your skin changes as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, some people would do a color analysis later on in life. And they just would to, change? Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so once you, and once you know what color suits you best, that thing, that thing works like magic. Because you now know that, so for instance, you're I'm going for an interview and you want to look your best. Mm-hmm. So you now know what cold. is your, yeah, what is your power suit? I'm a cold, I'm, I'm a blue, I'm a dark right, navy right, blue. Right, right, right. And, and it also makes shopping easy. I, I, for some reason, I can't find my swatches. But what I had started to do is that I would take my swatches with me to the store. So instead of tumbling up and buying colors that won't suit me, I know exactly what. So I would just take my swatch book out and what? match. So I'm and so I'm out of the store in like ten minutes instead of instead of an hour. This is like you're <laughs> like the perfect woman to go shopping with. Well, ten I, minutes. Well, I, I can actually. Well, that is some of the services that I can do. I can shop for people. So you I could can, could you be the boyfriend that has to shop with my girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. So as in like mm-hmm. you just take my place. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't just sit there. <laughs> I don't just sit there for like two we, hours. We, we can also do um, wardrobe audits. So, mm. you know, sometimes um, a woman has all these clothes and say, they have a lot of clothes in the closet and says that they don't have anything to wear. Anything, yeah, yeah. That's always there. So, so we, we also do wardrobe audits so we can come in and You see. don't need this. This is not going to happen right. for you. Um, taking into consideration your body type. Mm. And that this was another cool part again that, that, that you know, I probably was taken for granted all these times about body shapes. So some of us are inverted tri- triangle. Some mm-hmm. of us are rectangular shape. Some mm-hmm. of us are oval. Some of us are figure of eight. And we all know the, um, the, the hourglass. Mm-hmm. The thing but that's is, not the only... The thing is, everybody, all of these shapes wants to be hourglass. So, so that everybody, <laughs> everybody wants to tend to, to be an hourglass. Uh-huh. And we know how to make it happen. I mean... With, with clothes? With clothes, yes. Yes. Color blocking, shoulder pads. You you could um, you could create illusion by, by with stripes and all sorts of things. It, this thing what is magic. What are saying? <laughs> so 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 you could so so somebody is an oval shape, and I could make them. Um, I could make them an hourglass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's magical. What are you saying? I feel like <laughs> I feel like no. When I'm looking at the TV, like they're lying to me. So. so <laughs> Okay, I, I'm going to ask you this simple question here now. Mm-hmm. So why does Trump look the way he looks then? Because to me, he looks yeah, I, I think, like I an oval all the time. I and think, he's supposed to be surrounded with professionals. I think he's in his own ways, but, but because surely there are people who... Who could who do a could, better. Yeah, but I think he's probably said in his, in his ways. I like this. This is me. Yeah. I don't care Don't change me, yeah. Because, I mean, sometimes, sometimes you, you, you have like a big tummy or whatever. Yeah. And the suit actually emphasizes yes, yeah. your belly. Like so you look, in his own way. You look bigger yeah. than... I, yeah. I'm pretty sure if you wear a normal polo shirt, you wouldn't look... You wouldn't take as much attention to it. And maybe the color too. You have to oh, pay attention color, to the color. Yeah. Because yeah. some colors could make you look... As I said, there are colors that make you look bigger than you are. Some colors make you look slim. So for instance, so mm. uh, uh, somebody who is tall and slim as a man, mm-hmm. um, he can wear heavy material like plaid... He can wear patch pocket kind of thing because there's nothing wrong in adding bulk to him because oh, he's he's already tall. Mm-hmm. But the, the opposite is true for somebody who is big already. Simple. So you have to try you now to you have to try to obscure that and create illusions with 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 the type of material that you dress that person in, uh-huh. the style, the cut, the fit, and all of that, the color. But it can be done. 
It's a science to this thing. <laughs> I used to, like, like I, I don't know. I, I, I used to, when I was growing up, my mom used to just kind of buy big clothes for me. I, I was always a thick guy, but mm-hmm. I was much fatter than this. You know me from mm-hmm. that time. I had a pudgy little belly. <laughs> but um, she was like, okay, we have bigger pants mm-hmm. and so on and so on. And the older I got, like, the more hated big pants. I'm like, wearing big pants, it makes me feel bigger. bigger. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to feel bigger than, yeah. than who I am. Is it, is it okay if, a, a, a bigger guy wears like smaller clothing. When I say smaller, as in like tight, tighter clothing. No. Does that does that work? No, or tight, does that? tight is never a fit. Mm. I guess it. I guess that's why we were told as children that too big is a fit, but not yeah. tight. But but the thing is, we should really know our measurements. Okay, because there's a proper way. Yes, mm. and so if you know your measurements, you know, go to a tailor. Mm-hmm. Get your measurements. Um, there's a measurement for your color. You notice when you buy a shirt, mm-hmm. there are two there are two numbers on it. Uh-huh. Um, one is the color, and one is the length of the sleeve. Oh wow! I didn't I didn't yeah. even realize that. <laughs> yeah. I just was like large. No. <laughs> <laughs> large, please. No. no. No, not XL. I like please give me a large. Well, especially dress shirts. Oh, dress shirts. Mm-hmm. So so. It's like sixteen and a half, fifteen and yeah, a half, fourteen and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you so if you get if you get professionally measured by your tailor, mm-hmm. you just put the 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 the, the information in your wallet, uh-huh. so that when you go shopping, you have them there. Is so there's it, a color there's a color yeah. size, you say? Yeah, it's it's like thirty something, thirty whatever. It's it's a big number. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a there's a sleeve length. There's a sleeve length. So you pick up a shirt and you see it has two numbers in it. Or on the package outside. Mm-hmm. So you, those numbers mean something. Okay. Because we just ignore them. Yeah, well, you shouldn't. Because is this a large? That this is tell, large? That tells you how well, how well the shirt is going to gonna fit, fit you. you. Mm-hmm. So if you know your numbers, then you know what to buy, you mm-hmm. know, automatically. So I normally recommend that men mm-hmm. get their tailor to measure them. Um, and if, for the trousers as well. Oh, for so, the that you, so that you know, yeah, you know the exactly the, the length, the, um, the waist. The, the whatever because that's what that's you know that's my biggest problem what? like i'm i'm a short i'm a short guy mm-hmm. um so usually like if i'm a, a 36 or something mm-hmm. or a 30 36 yes let me just, just stick with that <laughs> if i'm a 36 like I, like the pants is turning out to be like 38 long or something no. like some ridiculous but then thing. it's gonna it's gonna it's bulge gonna, at the exactly, bottom and it's you gonna don't just, want that and i don't want but that the, the front of the pants should just stop at the top of your instep oh man but then, I mean, like, is that... So that's where you have to get measured. That's where your tailor has to measure you. But is it, is it, is it okay? I mean, this is probably your professional opinion, but is it okay to buy a pant that is too long, but then just, like, cut it or... Yeah, you can tailor it, yeah. Just tailor yeah. it. That, that if you like it that bad, you could tailor it, but it, 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 must be, it must be professionally tailored. Because, because you run clothes. the risk of it looking puckered if it's mm. not done properly. Mm, mm. So, so, you know... So I, every tailor ain't built right for that? No. no. <laughs> and, and and not only that, but not every piece of clothing could be properly tailored. Eh? Oh, yeah. Because um, sometimes when you take some of those stuff out, you can't get them to fit back in properly, and it just looks bad on you afterwards. You ever see somebody wearing a jacket and like um, the shoulder like kind of off kilter? Yeah, like yeah, one yeah. One shoulder high and one shoulder low. Yeah. And even when you start to lose weight, as well, I tell yes. people, mm-hmm. if you start to lose weight, you got to throw away your clothes. Except you, you're going to fit back in them down the road. But, <laughs> but then you don't want to say that. We don't want that. Yeah, because that's like counterproductive. We're going to lose this weight to put it back on well, down the road. Exactly. Bet, bet, bet you just, you know, just bury the clothing or give them away. Because it's, it's, it's not going to work for right. you no matter so, what. So mm. the point is you lose weight, invest in it, be prepared to invest in a new wardrobe. 
Wow, that's not even something that we like. You know, it's funny because lately that's that's been my speed. Like I've been on this, this weight loss. I, I really look up to you, by the way. And you're running with you. Yeah, I, we ran yesterday. Oh man, Lavon, you know. But you want to come is, come next Saturday? I with feel us? like I'll be intimidated. And <laughs> no. I'll be honest with you. I I'll, should have felt intimidated yesterday because I ran with two men. Oh no. And I was well, it was just three of us. And you know what? I was determined that I don't want them to think that they have to stand on for me. So I kept up. <laughs> That's a lot of pride. <laughs> but the thing is, okay, this funny thing is, I, I'd rather the gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to run a lot more than now, but I'd, I'd rather... We well, do the gym too, the but gym. Saturday's just a jog. Uh, and let me tell you something, it's just, it's amazing, you know. It I is, mean, yes. it's quiet in the morning, the air is fresh. It's beautiful. You could see the nature, you could see the sunrise. It's, and it's, it's so good. peaceful, yeah. Yeah. It's good. I, I really, I, I'll get back into it, I promise. <laughs> but I'm not, I don't think I'm ready to like slow you down just yet. <laughs> But the thing is, I was saying, like, it's, it's interesting because over the last two years, it's just been really difficult because you're losing weight and you're losing weight gradually mm-hmm. and your clothes don't fit. Yeah. And it's not like you buy some clothes and it's like, okay, these fit properly. But you're still in yeah. the process of, like, losing, losing yeah. weight. So you're going down sizes, going down sizes, and going through more and more wardrobes over and over mm-hmm. and over again. And it's like, okay, so what am I supposed to do? Am I just supposed to keep buying clothes until <laughs> I die? <laughs> Is it my wardrobe going to have to replenish every year? Like, what, what is the but regular you, you, thing? Well, the, you, you notice that with close size, you normally see um, 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. So that so that somebody who is 8 or 9 or 10 could fit could that. Fit that. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have wiggle room there. Mm-hmm. You don't, it, 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 it doesn't have to be an exact, exact, exact size. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you'll get in something in between, in between that space. That space. Yeah. So, so... And you know the ideal end figure that you want to get to. So once you get there, then it's just about maintenance after that. Yeah, instead so, of trying to, to lose more. Right, to, to go shopping again. So if you manage it like that, it would work. It would work. Yeah. But I tell you, about love, it would be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> because the thing is, when you're losing weight, you don't... The, the one thing that makes you so uncomfortable is to be wearing clothes that make you look like you are the same weight that you yeah. were... But like but they don't look good either. Six, and it doesn't yeah, it doesn't no, look good. Yeah. You could tell. I mean, and especially in a man I'm sorry, but I have to say, especially in a man's jacket, I've seen uh, and I guess because now that I know I kinda like watch people it, from yeah. a distance and, and I some of them may say, people know what I'm thinking. Oh <laughs> that's how you face so the, the No, no, but I am not saying it, mm. you know. So Your thoughts are that loud. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing is, it shows and especially in a jacket. Mm-hmm. It just it, it just balloons on you, yeah, it does. so that you look like you look like a scarecrow. Yes, you so do. you you're in the middle like, with these two big shoulder pads hanging out because that's not where you are anymore. Yeah, and so you should really you know, and it it, it defeats the purpose. Yeah, it does. if you're in the gym. Wear something that look like you're in the gym. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But then it's like, yeah, I guess, I guess for some people it's like the the the, the financial part of it is probably yeah. the most difficult yeah. because buying a suit is is not is not cheap normally it's not. unless you're gonna buy a cheap suit and then you know you have, <laughs> that's a whole different ball game altogether. <laughs> buying a cheap suit is like buying six suits. Mm-hmm. You, you're not gonna like it after the first dry clean whatever. It's but you know, um, if if I normally tell people, if you make the investment in a few good pieces of clothing, mm-hmm. you can just mix and match after that. There's something called wardrobe, a wardrobe architecture. A wardrobe architecture. Mm-hmm. yeah, or, or wardrobe capsule. You know, I think the two expressions I use interchangeably. And what it is is that, and both men and women can do it. Mm-hmm. You invest in some key pieces. Mm-hmm. So you invest in a jacket. Mm-hmm. 
in a in a dark color and maybe in a light color. So you have two jackets. Mm-hmm. So, and you call those the chief executive. The chief executive, yeah. I like it. And then you come down to the vice president. So the vice president is the, the top, the shirt, the camisole, the blouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you come down to a um to your to your to your pant and your your skirt and your even your hosiery and your mm-hmm. shoes. So that you come right down as if you're doing a a, uh, a little um Iraqi of, of, of dress. Mm-hmm. And so all you need is maybe some basic pieces and in, in and the mi- and then you mix and match and it's, it's cool breeze. And school then when breeze. you add stuff, you're just basically adding more stuff to mix exactly, and match. exactly. But then how you know what colors do? Like I mean, is it? I'm guessing this is where you would come along. You'd need to do some sort of a consultation because it's it's difficult to know what colors go with what. Like I used to think like wearing a white shirt, you could wear a funky tie. And you'll be fine. You know, like it could be The Simpsons or whatever. And you'll be fine with like a jacket, a black jacket. That, that should work. But then when I wear that, it looks weird. Well, like, it depends on the occasion. It depends on the occasion. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, most men, if, if, if you're unsure, then just maybe wear a single color tie. And that, that should and work. And that, that should work. Should the color tie be the same color the jacket? or? Well, actually, the tie is supposed to match your pension or your shirt. What? Mm-hmm. Most people wear I think it should match the shirt. But no, you will really match in the pants. Oh, you should, I thought it should and, match, and, match and, the shirt. And so, no, and so while we're on that as well, um, it's like the, the pocket square. Your pocket square is not supposed to match your tie. Your pocket square could match, maybe could pick up a collar in the tie. But it's not. So, you know, sometimes when you go, you could go in a store and you buy... You buy a pocket square and a tiny little packet, you know, package mm, together. Yes, yes. Mm. It doesn't mean you're supposed to wear them together, you know. What? <laughs> but love one, but that's the point. No. <laughs> love one, when something you pick up a shirt and he has the tie and, it, and, and he no. has all the accessories. No. No? No, you're not supposed to wear them together. It looks comical when you do, actually. What? Yeah. Love one, so you're looking like a, like a clown? <laughs> you're not alone. A lot of people do. <laughs> You, I mean, a this lot is of so much do. rules. Like, okay, so so the, the pocket square is supposed to pick up maybe a color from the tie, mm-hmm. but not the. It's no. not supposed to match with the no, tie. No, you're not supposed to match with the tie. The, yep. So 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 could the pocket square match with something else and not the tie? Well, at you all? could actually wear the pocket square by itself, you know, and, and not no wear a tie. tie. Yeah, yeah. Some men that look cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What about what about the, the like the unconventional? Because I've seen some modern, some very modern looks, like guys without socks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, is that fine? Like, if you wear like loafers and no socks? No. No, you don't Mm-mm. like that. I, I and ni- so neither. Things. And you see these pretty funky socks? Uh-huh. No. No, but you just dismiss it. Like, I don't even feel no. like you gave it a chance. Like, no. these mm-hmm. guys take so much pride. But, but no, you could wear them to a party. Mm. They're party socks. The thing about socks, you, your socks are, mat, are supposed to be a, mat, a perfect match for your pant or near per, because it's a continuation of your pant. Oh. So, 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 for instance, imagine, and I often use this example. So, I'm doing a television interview uh-huh. and I'm a man, but I have on these pretty socks and I have on a, 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 maybe a gray pair of pants. Uh-huh. That is so distracting. So, oh. all I'm watching all night is, so you're telling me that. This hurricane is coming. But I watch your socks. And I'm, I'm distracted because you and the socks got me going. So all night I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of listening to the coordinates, because this hurricane is just outside the same case, you with the pretty socks, I ain't hearing you because you're the pretty socks is socks. distracting. 
They're watching this sucks. I know that's ex- an extreme example, but I'm just I think saying. It's pretty, I think it's pretty um pretty succinct. I like it. <laughs> I, I think it's, it's it's straight. It's direct mm-hmm. because it does happen. It's distracting. And, and I think there's a and movement. And you were used to being TV too, you know of that. Of course, yeah. of course. But I mean, the TV were in, you couldn't see the socks. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just see the top. But the thing is, it's funny because I think you're right. A lot of guys know that they, they do they do like the pretty socks and they wear them to work. Yeah, I I've noticed it. I I you know, I actually see people put it on Facebook, you know, thinking that it's fashionable. It's forward. fashionable, yeah. Like, but I I smile because um it doesn't have any place in the world in a world as a workwear. It's it, to me, you know, if you want to party on a weekend, you could use that. But I I don't know. You don't know. I personally would not recommend, would not recommend it, it to be all. part of work attire. No, but then. Okay, is there any room? I mean, you've been, you've been. I don't know if you, your training is. Is it that your training is classical or is just like this is, this D- is. These are standards. The standards. Okay. Yes, they're standards. Is there any? Is there any room for those standards to like grow and change, or is it that okay? Look, this is the standard. And this is where we're gonna stay. Well, people would always go out of the box. I mean, the people don't want to be boxed in. Mm. And and it's okay. I, and sometimes people try to do that because they want to get their own personal style, mm-hmm. so that you know, Stephen is known for his socks. Yeah, kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. So, Simpson socks. Right. So, <laughs> bright you know, yellow. If that is what makes them happy, but but you know, there's a for me, it's time and place. Mm. So there's a place for them. Mm. There's really a place for them. But I I don't know that. I don't. So for instance, you know, there's a big conference um mm-hmm. investor conference and you know you're, you're on some panel and you're up there with your pretty socks <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry every time you say pretty socks it makes me laugh i, I can't <laughs> find another way to describe it's okay, it go ahead. You're up there with your pretty socks. yeah and i mean and so you're you're so so you're making a presentation about you know how many ways they are to invest you know in all these mil, million, mil, <laughs> multi-million dollars and then you you talking with these socks that are so distracting <laughs> and out of place. I got me pink and yellows. Yes. <laughs> and especially those that have like pictures on them. Yes, they do. <laughs> I, that's what I'm telling you. See the whole. I've seen so much. I've seen green. I've seen a Hulk peel with green, and they have the eyes on the side and everything. Pink, right. I've seen pink. pink. I've seen um mm-hmm, purple and mm-hmm. orange. And yeah. they're just like stripes coming down the exactly. side. I'm like, what? This is too distracting. I, I don't know. I don't have a, I guess I don't have a problem with it because I don't have. So you don't have any? I don't have any pretty socks. Okay. No. I have black socks. I have white socks. And I think that's. White socks? How yes. do you wear your white socks? Um, With sneakers, usually. Yeah. Okay. If, if I'm going to the gym, that's let me go okay. to the pair of socks. I thought you meant you wear with your um, dress band. No, no. Because people I do can. that, eh? Of course. <laughs> I, but I can't. The silly thing is, um, I think. My my girlfriend, she's way more like way more sensible when it comes to that. And me, so like I just like women ask a usually, question. yeah. So I thank just, God. I just ask a question like this: Does this look good? And sometimes it just breaks me heart when I'm trying. <laughs> you know, like it just breaks you in twin. Like I'm I'm really putting effort. Like I put on something. Like okay, look, I feel like this is gonna look really cool. I have on this orange. <laughs> God, bear with me. I have on this orange shirt. I'm like okay. I have on a grey pants and I wear like you know nice black socks mm-hmm. and, uh, and brown loafers and she's like hell no you're not going <laughs> but it's like the brown and the orange like, you know, she's like no she's it right. doesn't yep. it mm-hmm. doesn't work and yep. I'm like what this I, agree. I think what this is. she's like going there take off that put on this and it's like mm-hmm. just keep it simple and like but Ian really feel it shut up it's you fine. know what we are we, we are we are we are visual we are visual creatures 
Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is that we look at somebody and we make all these valid judgments. Based on how, how and it's not it's not a sen- it's a human thing. It's mm-hmm. not a sense thing, it's a human thing. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. And so you want to project a certain image, you want to look a certain way. Because if you are to be credible, yeah. if you are to talk with conviction about what it, whatever you're talking about, you just got to look the part. Mm-hmm. It just, it's just, just no getting around it. And you have to be confident. Too. Ex- and, and that, but if you're, the funny thing is that one thing follows the next. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're, if you're dressed properly, mm-hmm. that in itself is confidence. It's com- exactly, yeah, yeah. You're selling confidence yeah, right there. 100%. So, so, once we get people to understand this, it's easy to, you know, but, but not that you make people feel bad because mm-hmm. you think that, oh, well, why is she dressed so today? She's yeah. not up to my standard. Mm-hmm. But people could be, people could become conscientious of it mm-hmm. if you kind of throw it in their face. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. There, there is a way to deal with it. I remember, for instance. <laughs> oh, but here we go. <laughs> when, when I was, you know, when I was doing the, the, the course in Atlanta two years ago. My, I, I, I had this bright orange um, hair color. Uh-huh. And one day, the master trainer, she's an old English lady. Oh, my God. Um, uh-huh. She said, Laverne, are you wedded to your hair color? Are you wedded to it? That's strong words. No, it's subtle. <laughs> because she was, she was probably saying, you know, your hair color is so loud. It's loud. But she didn't say that. She, she said, are you wedded to your hair color? Meaning, you know, you is there room to, to change? Yes. yes, yes, yes. You see, you see what I mean? Uh-huh. So, and, and, and as we went along in the training, we were taught to give a compliment. So we said, Stephen, mm-hmm. that shirt fits you well. And don't say, but. Just say it. And say, say that, shirt, that shirt fits you well. However, or, you know, you find out what you're trying to say, but don't say, but. Because it's like you set up the person to yeah. throw them down. Yeah, yeah. So Everything before the butt is right, is exactly. Neg- is and so, and so, you you know, these are the things that when you when you're doing things like this, you gotta be so careful of mm-hmm. because you can't bring people down. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to ease yourself into it and and win people over because they understand what it is you're trying, trying to, to do say. for them. Yeah. So. Are you wedded to yeah. your hair color? I find that was so cute. The thing is, it's funny. <laughs> the, the reason I think it sounds low to me is because I'm here in the subtext. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, 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 right. I'm here in the subtext yeah. loud and clearly. Something is coming. Yeah, it's like, yeah. are you wedded to your hair color? It's yeah. like, get but, rid of that because yeah, but, it's not helping you at yeah, all. Yeah, but, but some mothers would say, that no. color is so bright. You need to tone it down. And like, yeah, yeah, of course. You know? There are stronger ways to say yes. it with, with less kind language. It was kind, yeah. but in my opinion, I'm still hearing it loud. But yeah, yeah. But, but, but then it didn't hit you. It didn't like t- mm. topple you over. And, and especially if she said it to you privately, like if she said it to you yeah. like over the ears, like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. every in the class, Leveron, is are you wedded to that hair color you have there? <laughs> and like, um... And, and she said it with a smile. Yes, I love it. <laughs> because the, the thing is, it's funny because you have to, you, again, I agree, you have to treat people with a level of respect mm-hmm. because the way you talk to them yeah. is the way they respond. They, yeah. And it's out of just a human, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I have to defend myself, mm-hmm. you're attacking yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like, right away you. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, without even like accepting our mm-hmm. thing, you know, it's like mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. time you're like, mm-hmm. you're, you're aggressive. Okay, so what is, okay, before we wrap it up, I want to ask you one more, maybe a culture controversial question, uh-huh. maybe to get controversial. Like when it comes to women and cleavage, like how, I mean, because I don't know. I feel now that every dress has to be open. 
I, and when I say has to, mm-hmm. not that I'm saying it has to be done, but I'm feeling like in every event that I go to, mm-hmm. there's always like a lot of cleavage around. Um, is it that this is 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 fine um, etiquette ways? Is it that it's just the growth? Is just is what is it? Is it how how do you look at it from a consultation? Um, well, situation? let me look at it this way. We are an extension of our workplaces. Okay. So. Professionalism doesn't end at four o'clock when you leave your office. Mm. You ever notice that if if something happens to somebody, there's an accident or something, we mm. say Stephen who works at IZ? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Or, or or Marilyn who works whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like our workplace has become an extension of who we are. Mm. And so I often advise people just to think of it in that way. Because you can't be one thing on, on a day. Uh-huh. And and something else when the sun goes down, mm. because because people are going to carry over what they see. And I often there, there is a there is an image that I use in one of my presentations with a lady who is wearing an ill-fitted suit. Mm-hmm. Her hair is too long. You know, there's just everything that is wrong with with that. And then she's transformed afterwards in a, in 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 a few slides over, mm-hmm. and people see a huge difference. Now, the thing is, if you don't know better, uh-huh. I could understand. But really, anybody who, is, anybody who wants to make an impact professionally mm-hmm. would understand that professional dressing or dressing in a way that is acceptable mm-hmm. and decent doesn't end at the job. So I've seen it and I, I, you know, people like to deflect and say, oh, well, this is my private time. Mm-hmm. This is my mm-hmm. private space. Mm-hmm. But I say no. I say no. Because... In public. Be, right. <laughs> there's and, no private and, space in public. And, and, and the import, the, the, there's, an, there's an importance that is attached to you mm-hmm. because of your company. It, it goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. It goes hand in hand. And you don't want to dress in a way that would diminish people's confidence in you. So that, say for instance, you're a loan manager. Uh-huh. And I have... I are you an investment manager and I have I have half a million dollars to invest. Mm-hmm. But I saw you last night whining down and oh, wow. talking and half naked. I don't think that I have any confidence that you could really tell me how to invest my half a million dollars. Because this is this is the this psyche is the, of, the, of, the of, of yeah. So so I often I often caution and I know that I've heard the pushback. Well, this is my private time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the private time is not always private. We are really an extension of our employers mm-hmm. 24 hours. Okay. But suppose like, it, okay, and this, 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 this travels even if you are self-employed or if you, yes. you provide services Well, more yourself. so because, because, I mean. You're the only one. You don't have a buffer. Exactly. Exactly. You'll probably get, if you're, if you're the investment manager in the example I just gave, mm. you'll probably get paid whether or not somebody, somebody comes to you mm. um, to, to, to help them to invest in, 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 in a business. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're the uh, up the uh, chain, right, you get less money. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It affects you more when it's, the box stops with mm-hmm. you. It always does. So, you know, and it, it's, it's, I've seen debates. I've seen debates on Facebook about that very I know, question. Because it's a very controversial that question. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and, and, and I don't mean to put you on the spot in any way, shape or form because the thing is, I think it's, it's, it has a lot of cultural, um, 
a lot of cultural meat to mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. Um, because certain cultures, our culture, we have mass and and that kind of thing, and because we have that kind of, it's, it's always like uh, this. This should be acceptable because we have this. This is part of the culture, deep like <laughs> working up you know, and 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 career and even wearing this sort of wear because I mean, um, you know, we recently just had carnival. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going closer and closer to just a bathing suit um, every single year. Mm-hmm. And, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not hitting the, the yeah. creative part mm-hmm. of it. But I'm just saying it's less and less and less and less mm-hmm. clothing. And we are parading through the streets that way. And that's our culture. So you'd almost want to feel like, okay, we should be growing more accepting of that and compartmentalizing it that way. But if you put it in the context of the very next day, we might have to close this multi-million dollar deal at just say on the street. I'm not from Saint Kitts. Mm, <laughs> it gets it gets tricky. Yeah, it gets tricky. It, does, it, it does. gets tricky. It does because I mean you're not living your life just for your employer. Mm-hmm. You're living your life also yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. But then the life that you live is also going to affect your employability yes. and, yep. and and all these yep. things. It's, it's, it's really a symbiotic relationship. It's a lot to wear, Lavoon. I can't it lie is, to you. It it's, is. it's a lot to wear, and it is. It's almost un, it's unfortunate because I think it's almost to a little unfair. Because I think the standard of of um, being formal and, and the <coughs> protocol of dress and sign um, sometimes falls so much heavier on the female side. Because I mean, the the, the, the the little thing I could just if I show too much bust. <laughs> the little thing. <laughs> if I show too like as a guy, you know, I, I could go and play basketball, no no shirt, and and I'm up and down, and nobody has a problem with that, right? I could even run and if. Mm-hmm. And have a shirt off because I'm sweating. Exactly. But God forbid if you see a woman in a in, in a in a sports bra running across the street, <laughs> it, it, it's it's headline news. True. Yeah. So it's again, it, it, it's unfair. It it's is. A, it, it's it's <clears throat> it's unfair. So even that question again, I guess it's very very controversial. But I think what I was really asking is, is there a time when, um, you know, having that being that open is fine. Um, I mean, I just I just talked about carnival. Mm-hmm. Is I guess I'm guessing that has to be fine, right? But is there another time? Is if you're in a cocktail, do you could you wear that and be okay, um, and it not mm-hmm. project a negative a negative image? I wouldn't recommend that for a cocktail. Mm. Um, but you know, they're private parties. Oh, the private. Okay, so if it's a private yeah. event, more so. Yeah, yeah. But if it's a you public- see, the, the, to me, what exacerbates the the whole this whole discussion and the danger in that mm. is because of social media oh. because a lot of the time you won't even notice but now people people are posting the pictures oh. so you know what 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 was what would ordinarily have been done in private is now public, public yeah and so the judgment starts starts to happen after that and then uh, uh, and then the thing is with social media too is that it propels it forward so once you see it, you you tend people tend mm-hmm. to like clone it mm-hmm. and do it all over the exactly. place. Like exactly, like it doesn't have any bones anymore. Right. What was a, a dress that was perfect for a private party has been seen mm-hmm. in public mm-hmm. and now is fine for any public party. Exactly, which it really was never that meant great. to be. So so oh, I, I, I think I think that is what has um made that matter worse. But I often tell people that you know think about think about what you want your future to be. Mm-hmm. Because you'll be surprised that sometimes when promotion comes up, how these little things get in the way. Yeah, man. And so you know you have to determine what you want your future to be. I and mean, even for the guys, I mean, it's the yeah, same thing. yeah, we are cross genders, and so if 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 you know 
how far up the food chain you want to reach, you must know what controls you must put in before you reach up. Because in a small place, it's not a lot to hide. It's mm. not a lot to hide. Um, and you, you have to be prepared that there's a possibility you'll get looked over for, for these, these matters. Yeah, these matters. These yeah. matters. Be yeah. aware of what? Yeah. Be aware of it. Yeah. Versus As, being ignorant. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. they don't like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the other things that are not. So, you know, we have to blunt, we have to begin to prepare for our own future. Mm-hmm. And if we do that and we're conscious about it, then we'll probably tone down some of these other stuff. Mm-hmm. Not that you should box yourself into a, a, a corner and not enjoy yourself and have fun, mm-hmm. but you must, you must determine what your fun looks like and if your fun is okay. Mm-hmm. If Especially fun, for where you're trying to yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, I mean, you we spoke earlier about representation and mm-hmm. if you're going to represent an organization, you got represent you got to represent it well. And and these things have a cumulative effect over time. So I this is how I would often advise young persons, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, have fun, but do it be very conscientious about the fact that if you if you go too far, if you veer too far to the left, mm-hmm. it could stack up against you eventually. And it stop you from going back yeah, to the right. That's yeah. that's just that's just the world. That's just it. I I one sort of a story, for instance, in, in this organization with with this young man who was bright, he was an engineer, mm-hmm. he came into the organization, he he brought his lunch to work, but he was eating with a spoon. Oh, well, really? Yeah, okay. and, and so, um, you know, somebody drew it to the attention of the HR manager and, and you know, he, he got help. They got help for him because he was bright and they were willing to fast track him. Oh. But what if they sent him away? Oh, I see. To represent the organization. Yeah, he'd be grabbing a spoon and... And embarrassing the company. Bad, yeah. Exactly. Because so, anything, so that, these anything little that things, is distracting... Yeah, these little things um, have significant meaning. Wow. They have significant meaning. Um, I think, I don't know, like, it's weird. Because I think, like, even with companies, it's probably best to get some form of etiquette training for your staff. Yeah, it is. And especially those people who have, who, who have potentials of, potential of, you know, of rising um, up, yeah, yeah, of rising, you of going to, up the ladder. You, you must, you must help them. They must be helped. You, a, a lot of the times we, and especially in management, we think that, you know, okay, you have the you have the academic qualification and that's all, but you need you need more support along the way. Mm-hmm. You need more support along the way. And so I really wish that we would come to a place in St. Kitts and Nevis where people would recognize the, the value of my organization mm-hmm. to getting people to this to, to this place. Because a lot of us were thrust into position and, and this was many years ago, but we know better now. Mm-hmm. You know, we know better now. And so if it is that there there are potential high rises in your organization, but maybe lack these kind of things, yeah. we can we can always work with them either one on one or in a group in a or group, yeah. whatever. Session. Yeah, but but the important thing is to recognize it and get help. And I we certainly don't mind. My organization certainly doesn't mind assisting in that regard. Indeed. What's what's the name of your organization again? The Protocol and Personal Branding Professionals Incorporated. Incorporated. <laughs> the, the, say it again. The, the personal, protocol, the protocol, protocol and, personal and personal branding, branding professionals. professionals. Yeah. It's a little okay. tongue twister. PPBP. PPBP Inc. There you go. I like it. Laverne, thank you so much. Laverne, I really enjoyed being on this. I mean, this. 
again, it's something I'm not proficient in. <laughs> I, again, I'm here in like a, a, a shirt, a, just a t-shirt and a short pants. And Laverne came in like, <laughs> to me, Laverne came in like in, in, in a tire that's fit for, no, this for is going Sunday to a cocktail. Yeah, this is, no, this is it. it's not. This is not cocktail. Oh really. my God. Because your toes are open. Is that your toes are being seen? <laughs> I'm learning little by little, guys. It might take about six of these sessions with Laverne for me to actually be up to like, um, uh, what I call it, a gentlemanly gentleman. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you, you, know, you got to know your thing. Guys, you'll be listening to Objectively Incorrect. I have a Laverne Keynes here today. Uh, my name is Stephen Smith. As usual, peace, no gang signs. Thank you, guys. Thank you.